fanboy right now uh <laughs> okay <laughs> we try you know try to be professional all right we're trying to see i sent the message to dj so hopefully he he gets in time to join in to all the festivities ah we're fine with that <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke uh yes all jokes thank you for uh you know Coming through for the Barry Night Podcast. I appreciate you. Uh, and, you know, the man himself, Andros, you know, the the Red Raider, you know, all of the above. I mean, the man is good. The man is good. You know, the man is good. So, I mean, how you doing? First of all, how you doing this weekend? I'm good. Slightly hungover, but still good. Huh? Well, I think it's going to be a lot of that this weekend, so... Yeah. You know, you're one of many, one of many. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I live stream. Um, I live stream on Twitch uh, Saturday nights, and uh, normally I really don't drink that often anymore. Right. I mean, I used to be. It used to be like you know, every day is party day. But uh, I have you know that has slowed down a hell of a lot. <clears throat> and um, Saturday is kind of my uh, that is my party night. So right. uh, I'll live stream on Twitch, and uh, about halfway through, I'll just start putting them back. And uh, it was business as usual. You know, uh, DJ, DJ says he didn't see his invite. All right. All right. Well, tell him to log. Okay. I think you got to tell him to join into the. I, I think you have to. Actually, you know what? I think he has to get into it. So, right. Like, join the. And then I can send in. Oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. All right. Here? So, yep. I just send it to the accept it. All, all right. There we go. Hey, hey we all here. Rich, you big brother. I was like, oh, damn. Big. I guess I'll be in the chat. <laughs> no, I, 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 I was trying. I was trying to get everybody to come at the same time, but you know what? We all here. We all here. No, I, here. I, I, I appreciate you both for you know, you know, just give brother a shot. You know, join the show. I mean, stop it, bro. I mean, you and I go pretty far back in the uh, Ranger community, and yes. it's one of those things where I mean, I got nothing but love for you. Um, I wouldn't put any. I wouldn't put Chris onto anybody. I don't have love for, or respect for, because that's how much I appreciate my big bro's time as well. So yeah, thanks for having us, man. Hey, hey, thank y'all for joining. I mean, uh, shoot, man. I've, I've, okay, I'm just separately. You know, I've been a fan of both of y'all for like you know, uh, Chris. More I mean, him though, right? More DJ fan though. I mean, right. it's you know what? First, I don't blame Chris. You. Chris, I, I grew up with you. I grew up with you. You know, like you know, you're you're angel. So I mean, you in space is literally my. If it okay, okay, you know, you have like MMPR is like the Michael Jackson is the Michael Jordan up there. You know, okay. that's how I look at it. How people put Wait, it always. Can, can, you know, can space be Prince, please? I like that. yes. I like but that. You know what? Yes, Prince. For me, for me, take it. in space is always like, like number one. You know, because it just 
had too much story. It just <clears throat> the Star Wars influence and everything, like a little uh, bit. <laughs> I look at uh, it. It's when, a little bit, little, when we look. did when we started but before we started um doing the show um i didn't want to do it i didn't want to have anything to do with it but i got talked <laughs> into doing it by my manager um but when i met with the um uh like the uh, the producers and all that um <clears throat> they told me like they told me flat out they said this is gonna be the last season of power rangers um yeah so we're gonna just we're gonna go out with a bang and I was like, oh, okay, that's all right, cool, I guess. Thanks for letting me know. And they said, um, we are doing Star Wars. This is just Star Wars. And I was like, oh, you have my attention now because yeah. that's what I grew up with. Um, the second movie I ever saw in my life in a movie theater was Return of the Jedi. So mm. uh, the first one was um, The Secret of Nim. But the second okay. one was Return of the Jedi. And the moment I saw Return of the Jedi, I was completely Secret of Nim is underrated. Though. I did uh, not know. Extremely. Yeah. I did not know that was your first movie. I think I learned something today. Yeah. Secret okay. of Nim was my first? Yeah, I don't think I knew that part. Yeah. Funny funny little story about that was that uh, I think they were. I think the movies were a year apart. I believe Nim came out in 82 and Jedi came out in 83. Sure. I'm pretty sure that was what it was. Sure. And I think, so in 82, I was four. And my mom had to take me out of the theater because it got too scary for me because and i know what part it was too because there's a part in nim where um mrs brisby is going to meet the rats and mm. she comes across brutus who is the guard and he doesn't say a word but he's he's just this big scary guard and he's just like viciously trying to murder the hell out of her and um She's running like crazy all over the place, and my mom had to take me out because that was too much for me. And then the next year, I saw Star Wars, and I went and saw that with my cousins, and they said that the whole time I was like, "Right, like just right. jaw on the floor, eyes as big as dinner place." Because to me, it was real. Everything was right. real. Chewbacca, he's real. Ewoks are real. Job the Hut is real. These are not like you know suits or or, or animatronics. This is real, and I'm just like, wow. It took yeah. you somewhere else that you've never been before, literally. So. I've been there. Was that, was, that the face, was that the face you made the whole time, bro? Just <laughs> that was that's, that's amazing. That's it. That's yeah, amazing. that's what my cousin said. They looked over at me, <laughs> and I guess, and I was like five, and they were like looking at me, and like they were about like ten years, uh, ten or so years older than me. But they looked over at me, and I was, they said I was just like gone. My brain had melted, and I was so in love with what I was seeing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's dope. I like that. Yep. that my my first my first Star Wars experience was on the Sci-Fi Channel. Mm -hmm. uh, they were, it was Star Wars week, so that's when I got introduced to Star Wars, and then I fell in love with it ever since. So you know, uh, so I feel you. I feel you. And, and like I, I said, I, I saw the moments in 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 space where I was like this kind of reminds me a little bit of <laughs> like I the, mean, the whole, entire plot. The I'm like, hold on, you know, but. Overall, Jurassic, still... Jurassic Man, I, I'm with you where I was a fan watching In Space first, right? Right. And it was real early on <clears throat> where they name dropped Dagobah system. And I was yes. like, they don't care. No. They, they, they're they just doing yeah. it. I, yeah. It, I a, see that. That was a scene. It's all connected. Yoda exists. It's you know all what? I think... And it was spelled, it was spelled in the script <laughs> the way that Luke spelled yeah it. it wasn't like oh well we just kind of like took the word and like changed it up so we can't technically say this. no no it was the exact same spelling it was david so, yeah. i feel like the power Rangers series every time they feel like they're going to go out 
like they just like screw it let's do what we want to do and those are right. always somewhat the seasons that's like always the best ones yeah because yeah. they're like let's have fun let's do what we want to do and those always seem to be the best i think that's what it's space lost galaxy i think even rpm rpm was like yeah, RPM, the same RPM way yeah. you know RPM they always mad max like, and the terminator yeah. exactly and who would have thought that would have worked out and it worked um geez, yeah, yeah it's a funny thing the less power rangers power rangers is the better it is so it's very true that is very true uh <laughs> we, we, we and then between between chris and i that's why bloodlines a thing so there you go yes I, I'm, I'm gonna get to that i'm gonna get to that oh, because oh, oh. There's some, there's some stuff in there that I I I, I picked up on. I, I, I genuinely was like, I want more of this. I okay. need more. <laughs> um, uh, first, look, DJ, I want to tell you, since I think Facebook Rangers, all that. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it goes. The rabbit hole is deep, man. The rabbit hole goes deep, bro. Um, I, I was Chris. So let me tell you, man. Facebook Rangers. I mean. Within the last 10, 15 years, obviously, uh, groupings and social yeah. media clans are, are a thing now. But man, Facebook Rangers might have been the very first Power Rangers hardcore elitist yes. group ever. Wow. So, Power that's Rangers, the wow. Uh, that's like, that's taking it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's how I got most of my following is from Facebook Rangers. Like, I would do like the little, uh, uh, what is it? not TikTok, but the, what was the other one that came out? Like, it was two second Vine. stuff. Um, Vines. I would do the vines. So I would do like the little morph segments on there, and they like put it on Facebook Rangers and just like everybody just say something about it, and sure. you know everybody just it was just fun. Um, R.I.P. Vines. Oh god. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, also, long time ago, I got this bad boy. Hey. So oh, look at that. So I didn't know, like when it was the face to the to the product. You know, watching sure. you know Bruno and Mia. You know, uh, MMPR toys. Uh, that's when I finally saw you in person. I'm like, oh, like in person, but online. Yeah. I was like, oh, he does that too. I didn't know. <laughs> and I'm like, I got this at home. Like I was, I'm telling you right now. I, I feel like Sunny, also another cosplayer. She said it before. Uh, I was doing power and stuff before it was cool. Right. Like, <laughs> and this is one of my things. I used to always put like little nerdy stuff into casual wear you know and this bad boy was one of them and every time people were like what, what is that what is it oh you don't know oh okay if you don't know then i can't tell you I mean, just, <laughs> you know you know you just don't you know, know you don't know you know so um but putting the face to the products and stuff and just you know yeah for years you know the back and forth and you know you know and we shared the you know same you know initials so so, so i want to give a quick shout out to what you're talking about so you're referring to starlight studio starlight studio so exactly what, so what that is is uh for you chris um a lot of the metal communicators you know you know starlight studios they make a lot of metal coins more for coins the metal communicators you've seen around okay. things like that and it the is not so, do i do want to clarify one thing it is not just solely myself it is still <laughs> there is still a person named click clash who does very much exist we work <laughs> in tangent that's that's my buddy right there love him to death and uh throughout the years i've been because they've existed long before i joined their uh, okay uh, okay their, their team oh, okay. i gave them one and you know how it is you, you you put out ranger products and all of a sudden it's like hey can you guys make this can you guys make this can you guys make this i would give you my left uh, <laughs> if you could make this 
And uh, I politely, once upon a time, just said, you know what? Why don't you give this product a shot? If you do it, great. If you don't, don't yeah. do it. And then, uh, hey, have a good day. And what it ended up being was the 93 Morpher Power Coins. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and this is before the legacy stuff. This is before they, the Way adult before. collector line started coming out with Bandai, Hasbro, and all that then stuff. Then the molds from the original oh, okay. toy. From the OG OG stuff, right. So I just said, why don't you do it with an antique wash? And in my mind, it was more more Zoo Danger, you know, the Sentai version, as opposed to the shiny, right. shiny gold coins. They mm-hmm. listened, killed it, made a crap ton of money, and they're like, what else you got? And yeah. that was the rest of the rest. <laughs> the rest was history. I was just like, listen, I'll just make more money. Want. Just yeah, a few products in there. I'll be a marketing guy. I'm in here. Yeah, like Starlight Studios at the time, especially I think well, was the only source. I feel like them, them power props. I don't know what they've been up to, and then Henshin Ball still doing the yes, Henshin Ball. Yes, yeah. Henshin Ball. I've been following since MySpace. Like I think yes, since MySpace Henshin Ball. Like yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Like I said, the rabbit hole is deep, bro. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm pulling out my nerd card right here. You know, That's okay. That's yeah, why we're so, here, man. Hints have all been there. Um, but like I said, like, you know, Starlight Studios was other besides Henshin. Like, I mean, I was like, that's where I got a lot of my stuff. For, like, you know, my coins and stuff beforehand. And, like, to help me out with my cosplays and stuff. Um, I feel it. So, definitely, Starlight, Starlight still, to me, is, like, one of the best. Especially when it came to, to the communicators. Like, you know. To this day, they still come up with the best communicators. I mean, I'm still yeah. trying to figure. I'm trying. I'm still trying to figure out like an in space product we can make. You know what I mean? Mm. Just something that uh, just something in space related. I don't know if it would be like the Astro Morpher, but something because for you, Chris, they, they specialize in a lot of metal works. I would not to say that they don't. Do I would say maybe the, but, the necklace. I, if I was gonna say anything, it would be a belt buckle of the uh, right. the M. Right. The yes. M. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, we didn't <laughs> when we did when we did in space. We didn't know anything about Mega Danger. We had no idea why the hell our symbol was a friggin' envelope. An envelope? So we like, <laughs> yeah, we were like, what is this? What? Why Why is it an envelope? Are we postmen? What is this? And then um, I remember one of the uh, one of those stuntmen, uh, Takahiro, he told me, he was like, oh, no, Mega Danger. I was like, uh, oh, Mega M. Oh, it's an M. Damn. Stupid. Okay. I thought it was AOL. You got mail. Okay. You got mail. It looked like an envelope. <laughs> it looked like an envelope. We were like, you know, what the hell is it? Here's a good question for both. Since both of y'all got the suit up, sure. you know, I mean, the Fusion Ranger, I mean, in space. I don't know how to meet the suit up for the first time as the NPR Black. Um, how did it feel to wear tights for the first time like, like that? You know, how Great. did it feel like, I mean, because you're. You know, you're not used to doing that on a regular basis, so it's just like... Very uncomfortable. <laughs> Extremely uncomfortable. We probably, on, on Space, we probably wore the um, the actual Power Ranger suit maybe two or three times. That's it. Mm-hmm. We were in the um, we were in the flight suits, almost exclusively. I... But the thing about the flight suits was it was practically the same thing. Because, like, for me, you know, yeah, like the yeah. red... The red thing underneath, that was a unitard, and it was full body, uh, right. all the way from the wrists, all the way down to the ankles. So um, I always thought it was like a regular, regular body armor type of uh, shirt. It was no, it was it was a unitard. It was a, it was a spandex oh. unitard. So um, the uh, the so that was rather uncomfortable. The jackets that they gave us were too small, 
So like mm. moving, like moving your arms around and whatnot, it felt like we were all going to rip these up. Like even Patty and um, and Tracy, you know, they're not really wow. big or muscular or anything like that. But even them, they're like saying the same thing. Like if I move too much, I feel like I'm going to rip the damn sleeves off of this thing. Um, and then uh, uh, the boots. Those look heavy. They, they look friggin' nightmare. Heavy. Yeah, they were. They were like the boots were like I think they were like five or seven pounds each, and they had um, un underneath the tread. They had no tread, so every time that we had to run, like when we were on the um, when we were on the ship, and we had to run down the halls or something like that. Somebody hit the wall because you can't stop. There's no stopping. Once you get going, it's just you're gonna slide until you find a wall to hit as you, and that's it as so you think, as you say that i think it in my head like the bloopers that you show at the end of the episode yeah, you yeah. guys running y'all i think there were some times i've seen uh, you guys sliding into the wall I think it, was was a, yeah, it was a funny thing i will i'm gonna spoil this for everybody but some of the bloopers that were on the end of the uh of the series um they were they were done intentionally they were like oh well we need something for the blooper reel and we don't really have anything this week so do something stupid and uh yeah, so that would happen, but the running into the walls, that was never intentional. That was, we didn't mean to do it, and and the, the directors and the producers were always like, stop doing that, and it's like, you wear the goddamn boots then, okay? You wear them. <laughs> See what it's like. The stuntmen complained about the boots, and that's when you know there's something wrong with yeah. the boots. Yeah. The stuntmen, our stuntmen, we had the greatest stunt team in the world. They were second literally to none. They were better than Jackie Chan's guys. And they complained about the boots. They were like, they are too heavy, they are too uncomfortable, and you cannot stop with these things. And we're like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I mean, so. they look cool. They look good for the outfit. Yeah, they look. You know, yeah, they look pretty cool. Yeah, I, I will say, yeah, his face, his face had probably some of the best uh, civilian, civilian wear mm -hmm. out of all yeah. the seasons. Like, I love those uniforms. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Comfort, comfort aside, I mean, they were pretty great looking like sleek uniforms yep. um that yeah. might have been when that's that, that might have been when that started doing the whole uh, consistent civilian like when you're not well, not to say that you guys didn't have any like civvies or earth earth right. wear from those time days. to time but like those days in terms crazy. of consistent yeah. civilian wear from then um even like lost galaxy even though they were civilians they, they had consistent civilian wear lights being right. the same thing wild force same thing from then on out i, I think you guys kind of set the tempo for hey this is the main uniform when you're outside of uh, your rangers yeah i i would never forget as a kid in elementary school like we used to get fox kids magazine all the time yeah every, uh, every month and that, that first, yeah. that first visual, because you know, we, it's not like the internet. You have to you literally have to wait till you get something in like visual, like in a magazine or whatever. Mm. And the first visual of seeing you guys on the cover with the suits and everything, it was like, what is this? What is going on? It was not. We're not used to this, but it yeah. looks cool. But is it what? It's a, star, a spaceship. What is going on? And mm. I'm a lover of spaceships, so it's like, okay, this is kind of cool. Look, you know, you know, my space was getting there. You know, his face was gonna be a vibe with like all their promo shots. Not a single one of them were smiling. They're like, "Oh, it's a new, it's a new serious Power Rangers." Oh my goodness! Oh, uh, really quick, I want to give a quick shout out to a few people. Uh, the chat is going really, really quick, but there's a few yeah. saying hi. Thank shout you. Shout out to Angel Worldwide. Shout out to Angel Worldwide. Shout out to Yoshi. Shout out to a few others I I've seen. But uh, did you want me to answer the spandex question? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because, yeah. dude, you you had to wear them too, right? I mean, did you wear them? Or was it? I will say this, before any of that was even like in the equation, 
Yeah, I turned to Chris and I'm like, bro, I can't be in Space Red. Like that, I can't. I like you're you're that guy. I'll I, I'll do Once it if we time. can change it. Like we need to change it because there's only one Andros. Right. You think about in Space Red, it's Andros. So yeah. he gave me his. I saw Ali Cat. Ali just like uh, Ali just like. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the biggest and all kidding aside, as much as I bullshit with my big brother here. Um, one of the biggest blessings or one of the biggest like honors was him giving me the blessing to be affiliated with that color mm -hmm. and that and that uh, that ranger in any way, right. shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? I was pushing for him to be pink, but yeah, he decided, he decided red at the last moment. Right, because because it was all right for sure. For, no, what happened was was that what happened was I forgot to wash the red, so it didn't become pink. So it was like, ah, crap, be red. Um. But no, I'll tell you this right now, like, compared to like young Chris, mm -hmm. I've never been slender ever in my life, right? Right. So me so me wearing spandex is almost like, cool, I'm just gonna fast for about two weeks, suck my breath in, and then <laughs> hope that we got the take. And just, right. just a few times I've worn it, right? Just a few times. I mean, it's it's people think people think it's easy because it's it's, it's like spandex boots and a helmet. Right. There's a lot of layers to right. these things. Like you yeah. have to wear a compressing a compression thing. Uh, the, the gloves, the boots, yes. the belt, the helmet you can't breathe in. It's it, it, it gets a it gets a lot. That's all I'm gonna say about uh, it. You know when the Uber was during the during uh during the lockdown there what and everything that we had to you know, people are like complaining about masks and everything. And I would talk to my friends who are the other Power Ranger cosplayers and they're like, they know nothing they <laughs> about <Right. laughs> anything about how this really, really is. Yeah. Like yeah. you've never been in the helmet before. <laughs> They gotta be walking around for like a few hours and you know barely can breathe and you know you gotta learn a whole different method of breathing just to be in a helmet you know we did we did an episode i i don't remember which one it was but we did an episode where we basically filmed for about i, I think it was like three to five days in uh death valley and it was mm. on average 135 to 140 something degrees every day and uh it was bad enough that I think two or three of us, uh, the actual Ranger actors, passed out. I didn't pass out, and I know Roger didn't, but I I don't know who else did, but two of them passed out. But on top of that, uh, one of our stuntmen, Takaharu, um, Takaharu had to wear one of the monster suits, and the big monster suits. And oh, uh, I always hung out with the stuntmen, um, especially during lunch, and uh, I remember him unzipping the thing and taking it down and then he looked at me and was like Christopher and I look over him and he just shows me the suit like the head of the suit and he turns it to the side and then he squeezes it and then water just comes out because it was it was soaked it was it was drenched in sweat so I, I yeah. remember seeing that like uh the guy who did the Godzilla suits uh, uh yeah every, it's the same stuff so it's like every mm -hmm. time they did a take he would just drop so much pounds like they just wring out so much water right because it, it's yeah. just really heavy you know i give them a lot of credit yeah. for being able to do that and yeah it's, it's hard the, for them the to see right? that, um, the only thing that the godzilla suits had over our guys was that they were constantly setting them on setting them on fire ah. our guys were never set on fire because they were foam rubber and they would just incinerate <laughs> but oh yeah the godzilla suits were uh yeah they were set on fire quite a bit uh that's the only thing that they had over our guys but also so, for the record uh I, I think chris was doing a little bit more than just hanging out with the stunt guys and got in trouble well uh uh, I mean, I mean, maybe. May I, may I talk about uh, it? That's no, no. Sure. 
I mean, we can talk about it. We can, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a Chris. That's a Chris story. I, uh, yeah, I, so I, I, when I first got onto the show, this the producers told me flat out, they said, so your character is, uh, they didn't use the word, but they basically alluded to your character is an asshole and he doesn't want to have anything to do with the other character, with the other uh, ranger kids. So you're perfect. Like, oh, okay. So perfect for the role, yes. Yeah. So, so they were like, um, so Andros doesn't want to have anything to do with, you know, Cassie, Ashley, Carlos, uh, TJ. So what we would like you to do is don't hang out with them. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, quoi? What does that mean? And they're like, yeah, it would be better for your character if you don't really hang out with them or anything like that. And I thought, that is the most bizarre thing I've ever heard a producer asking an actor to do. I just, I had, I had moved to California from Florida. No, nobody out in the state. There's no friends, no family or anything like that. And they're telling me these five people that, or these four people that, you know, you're, you're supposed to be best friends with, don't have anything to do with them because it'll be better for your character. There's a reason why I'm telling you this. So, since I couldn't hang out with them, and uh, and they didn't know it, by the way. The actors didn't know it. Ro like, Roger only found that out, like, a couple of years ago. And he was like, yeah, dude, we all thought you were an asshole because, like, you didn't want to have anything to do with us. I was like, no, that was Jonathan, our executive producer. He told me, like, right before we started. He was like, do not hang out with them because it'll be better for your character. And I thought, this is bullshit, but whatever, all right, whatever. So, I can't hang out with them, so I hang out with the um, with the stuntmen. And, you know, I, I, I was working out with them, like, every other day hanging out with them on weekends. We would go out and um, we would go party. We would go uh, do uh, karaoke and we would get drunk as hell and, you know, sing and drink and all that all night. So I started like bringing, um, I started uh, bringing sake to set for lunch. And uh, I would hide it in Arizona green tea bottles. And uh, I would like, when I would, uh, like when it's lunchtime, I'd call the stuntman over and I'm like, uh, Takahiro, Takaharu, Tarahiro. How's it? Come here. And they're like, oh, I'm not here. Have, you know, cord and copper. Have something. And they're just like, oh, oh, Nani? 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 So they were, they were very, they were happy about that. And then one day I get, um, I get a message not from, like, not directly from Koichi, but one of the stuntmen comes over and he's like, uh, Koichi wants you to stop giving everybody uh, sake because you're going to get everybody drunk and we can't afford that. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, well, when Koichi says stop doing it, you stop doing it. That's how that goes. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to know, take it back to, uh, take it to Battle, uh, Bloodline of the Grid. Yes. yes. Favorite subject. Oh, also, Really uh, quick, I saw Josue yeah. in the chat. Uh, shout out to Josue if you're so late. Josue! Josue is like our, our project supervisor or set ah. supervisor, and he's like all the things, man. Oh, okay. He does a ton of stuff on Bloodline with us. So. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 at first, I think it was watching one that just the, the, the effects for the show <laughs> is great. Like, it's right up there. Like, you're watching. Like the regular episode of Power is probably a little better, honestly. Uh, I think some of the recent stuff. Uh, the jokes is there, the the action is there. I feel like there's like you just you got some of the stuff from Power that you know to bring that in there, but you also went beyond that and brought more story to it. Like the whole thing. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who haven't seen it yet, but just the Eclipse stuff. 
Mm-hmm. I, I say let it be known. I think the more people oh, yeah. that know it, yeah. the better at this point. Okay. Um, we we want it definitive. We're not worried about spoilers. Spoilers. Like, put it out there, okay. dude. Okay. We're not well, worried about spoilers. is with me so much since the father of both Garone and Andros. Yes. Makes sense. Yep. It was never to me. It was never said made, on the show, but it was. It was like it was an underlying thing. It was never said, but it's like that makes so much. Sense. I thought that when when, it, when I put that in there, I was like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Right off, right off the bat, it's just like the like the back and forth with Angels and, and Clifter, and then just how Clifter feels about uh, Corone. Right. It's like it's all there. It's all there. Yeah. yeah like, when you watch the original series, like it's obvious that he he is not her. Um, right. The, the Clifter and Corona. He is not her stooge. He is not her general. He is very clearly his, uh, her father. A guardian. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's so beyond that. It's so clearly evident. And then when you watch and when you watch the show between uh, like his interactions with Andros, truth be told, he does not give a shit about any of the other Power Rangers. Never met them. Is it's only Andros. Right yeah, yeah. It's only Andros. So it's like that. It makes sense because when you look at Ecliptor, how would a how does a father treat each his children? Yeah. Uh, how does he treat his daughter? That's his mm, princess. Right. I will protect her with my dying breath because that's my little girl. No matter what, even if she's basically a god, which she was, right. she was essentially a god. I will protect her with my dying breath. And how does he how does he treat his son? I am going. To beat him senseless to make him as strong as me. Yeah. I won't. And he, he never killed him. He never killed no. him. Despite the fact that he had like 10 times, 10 chances to do it. But he's like, no, get up, get stronger, get better. Right. And keep coming at me. So that's, you know, it's stop so being, obvious. Stop being pathetic. Stop right. Being a little huge. <laughs> you know, well, I, feel like do took, I feel like when he did that, like hearing you guys do that, it reminded me of like, they kind of did it that storyline but uh but actually went with it with the being the father son thing uh i think it's korak from uh power rangers mystic force okay and sure it, sure it, he would beat the red ranger up to, it was like why wow, he's so obsessed with this but yet he had this honor thing and then you find out why and this whole thing it was like it, he kind of reminded me of the clifter when i watched it kind of had okay. that you know that kind of thing with them but seeing that you what you guys did with it and it also you know, the little Eclipter patch that you have there, which is really, really great right there. And it just adds more to it. Um, yeah. Just the whole so the big, story so, beyond, it's just crazy. So the big plan is as uh, time goes on, we're seeing more of the transformation of Andros mm-hmm. turning into his father. Right. You know what I mean? And there's a specific reason why it, it it's primarily affecting Andros as opposed to Corone, you know what I mean? Right. And it was important right. to Chris, because essentially this has been Chris's baby for a long time. I'm just honored to be able to be brought on later on. But one of the main emphasis was carry on the aspect of Power Rangers, Power Rangers in space and the Star Wars-ness <clears throat> and the relationship. And so I think one of the biggest uh, parts about in space is the relationships and the dynamics, uh, the, the deep lore of him possibly having a previous team mm-hmm. Uh, Zane being in a coma, the mm-hmm. the long lost twin sister, all of it, even like the uh, the telekinesis, uh, the t- telekinetic powers of the KO thirty five yeah. kids, and all the, and all those things. So it was important for us to, and this is one thing Chris and I are adamant about, moving it 
forward, mm -hmm. not lateral, not backwards, moving it forward. And yeah, I mentioned uh, the special effects. I want to give a quick shout out to yeah. uh, to uh, uh, Mo over all the way in Jordan. And wow. these, these kids are international. These are yeah. very talented artists at this point. So we got Mohammed. We have uh, Taryn, who worked with us with a lot of uh, episode one and part of episode two. Right. And also a big shout out to uh, Jerry Cotto, who's basically like the spot to my, to my Kirk. Like he says things in the most monotone, driest tone ever. Yeah. But you will listen to this kid. Wow. You'd have to check. You'd have to check Jerry for a pulse to realize that he's not a robot, or if he's yeah. kidding or not. Yeah. Like literally, we we could be in the car and be like, "We're about to drive over the bridge now." We love you, Jerry. A yeah. million percent. We love you. We love you, but we would never know if we're ever, we're ever in danger. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Just it's just the same monotone the whole way. Uh, there's there's a sniper on the roof. And that'd be the last word you'd ever hear in a very yeah. calm, very calm voice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. Well, shit, you should have... Bored, man, bored. <laughs> I, I was like, definitely, like, the, what is it, the, the, what was the second episode, like, set the bar, like, just the beginning of it with, you know, Andros and the Red Psycho Ranger. And Hell the yeah, face I love off. that scene. That's a great that scene. The effects of it, I was like, what are we doing? Like... Mind you, I watched it on my phone, but I, when I actually got the chance to watch it on my TV, sure. it just like, okay, okay, we they they <laughs> they doing something, they're killing it right now. Thank um, you. Thank you guys, you. Uh, you know, with uh, Nerbot, it's just like y'all just, you know, doing thing, y'all doing the Lord's work, as Kevin Smith would say, y'all doing the Lord's work right now. You, you know, okay, I'll take it because. <laughs> This, I mean, like, with, you know, as Kevin Smith, I'm, I'm having a Kevin Smith moment right now. Uh, hey, shout uh, out to shout Kevin out Smith. To, you know, Father <laughs> Bob, all that. Um, but yeah, you guys are telling it with the story, and then you. you adding all the past Rangers from the other shows, you know, into it. And I gotta ask you, DJ, how many times, how many takes did it take for that slap? Oh, with uh, Christina? <laughs> oh, yes. with Christina? Oh. <laughs> that was so oh. hilarious. I had to play like four or five times because it just it just it just catches you off guard. One, okay, one, I had to get over the fact that wait, he was with Betty. Oh, okay, and then the slap is going on, and then four pickles. Four, you know, four pickles. <laughs> like, four pickles. Like. I want to tell you something real quick, just like because DJ can get into the whole slap thing. But I can tell you this, that it did take a little while because uh, Jazz was on the set too and he was in the back and he would not shut the hell up. So. Oh no! Oh! <laughs> uh, ja uh, Jazz was referring to as uh, Beast Morpher Blue. So oh, actually, so when we filmed with the Beast Morpher kids, like, right. I just thought uh, Christina and Rory was going to come. Next thing you know, it's like, Christina, Rory, Jazz is here for no reason. They, like, it was like everyone who did like the signing that day, and they're just on set and yeah. Wow. But it was it was a good day though. Honestly, it was uh, also really exciting because that was the first time we got to establish the uh, the Red Raider ship, the Obsidian. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, which was dope looking too. By the way, I don't no, think they need to make that a toy. Maybe you make that as a toy. I need that. Yeah. So that concept was pretty early on in terms of like having the home base for the Red Raiders, having something mm -hmm. like the Millennium Falcon, and you know it's gone through iterations as far as. It'll be a Star Destroyer. I'm like, budget. It will not be a Star Destroyer. <laughs> that was what I wanted right, okay. right off the bat, Star Destroyer. Right. Like, how about <laughs> we build our way up to a Star Destroyer? Yeah. yeah. As, long as, we, 
as long as one day we get to start a story, I'm going to be very happy. Hey, listen. Well, 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 we'll have a production meeting. So, uh, <laughs> hey, I would love to start a story. I, I would love that to be in the cards. But no, um, it was fun though. No, um, to answer your question, we did a, we, we did a few takes. And uh, the thing about the past Rangers, since you brought it up, is another. Because one thing I think that's great about Chris and I is we have like this whole George Lucas first uh, episode four type of mentality where right. we balance. Right, it's not right. all the way this idea. It's not all the way this idea. We are each other's sounding board. We do find the middle. Right. And more importantly, we always make it make sense. Right, we don't right. just throw things just to throw things in. We don't, I mean, narratively speaking, we, we want to do well with the material. And every single person who's come back, they have the same concern, which is I want to be, I want my, I want, I want it to do my character justice. You know what I mean? Right. So that's, that's, that's the major thing. So having the world building of, you know, grid battle force with and that's that's the cool thing about bloodline you're seeing these crossovers that you mm -hmm. just won't see in no. the mainstream tv show no, i love the fact sure. that we have that scene with uh with rory and chris you know andros Ooh. and essentially right. uh, Devin. you know what i mean and you you would never get that opportunity in the main in the main continuity which is very much why i appreciate like boom comic books as well you know what i mean so yeah. always paying yeah. respect to uh chris's vision but also the world building is 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 one of the more the most exciting parts of not only just Star Wars but of Power Rangers. You know what I mean? Like it started off as, as what is Zane and Andros up to? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was very much a Zane and Andros uh, centric narrative, and it still is. I mean, there is still the driving force, which is the Red Raider and his adventures of the new adventures of Andros. But we want to evolve it. That was the biggest thing. Like yeah. he's evolving, so therefore the world is evolving, the universe is evolving. So like literally everything connected. evolving. What was that? Quite, quite literally, uh, he's evolving. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, after a while, not even there no more. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, I'm rambling, but it's it's a real honor to be able to have these returning Rangers, and it's actually part of the reason why this next episode is super exciting for me. Now, now you're working on the new episode right now, or how yep. we? Yes. Okay, because I will be on standby waiting for this because. I gotta see more of what's gonna happen. Like it's the guy, the writing is really good to the point where you need to know. Like it's it's that episodic type of situation where you're like, what happens next? What happens next? Like it's that cliffhanger, which you don't get a lot of times. And for you guys also to be bringing back certain characters and they get to play out these characters a little bit better than they did, or or even just embrace it more. Even, you know, however they felt when they first did it, they get to do more now with that character. Yeah. Um, and like we got the, the you know the always a favor uh, sure. for the new you know for Netflix and whatnot. They, you know, yeah, we I guess we always ask for certain rangers to be back on certain things and you know on these shows on the bigger platform. But you know for you guys to do it and not even own that, but yet killing it, you know, and you've got these rangers being be able to show up and do their part and like kind of like you know make people. Dreams come true, like oh, I always wanted to see what this person would be like if they was next to this other person, or the interactions, the conversations, you know, the whole nine. Like you guys are doing that. Uh, it is really dope to see that you guys are doing it without that, you know, the machine behind you. Right? Right. You know, yeah. and it's like I mean, it gives you, can, you can go ahead and say that we do it better than anybody else. You can go I mean, ahead yeah, and say uh, we're yeah, not gonna pretty much, you know, we're not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. stop anyone from saying that. I'm no, I mean, <laughs> it's. it's, it's 
it's and, and just the fact of like even just the effects you know the amount of stuff you could do people are doing at home without you know instead of like the big buildings like you know like a disney and all that stuff i mean your effects are good and i saw it man not too long ago and i was like what the hell am i watching uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's a that's a yeah. hey love Marvel shout out to Marvel but uh, that's a Marvel doing too much uh, situation <laughs> but uh, yes. no we uh, the the tone was very important to us the tone was very important to us um, as I mentioned earlier and dude Chris stop me and jump in whenever you want because I talk a lot but the in terms of it not being your dad's Power Rangers but also but still paying the respect was very important yeah. like for instance limitations on the show which is you don't say kill you say yeah. destroy the that was stakes one of the things that pissed me off on the show yeah there's the there's, there's never always, you can't uh, say kill which on now, Power Rangers. now on the new say, one they we just did that time. you know you guys did ahead of them you were ahead oh, yeah. of them oh we said it yeah. we said it first yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah and then when, and once and only did it till, once and always did it as once well and always, yes. once and always yes. right, right. always clever but so, y'all did it first so so the tone was very important the uh it not feeling cheesy was very important you know what i mean and just again just moving it forward was super essential so and what's what's really exciting is some of the some of the smallest detail in the writing the fans have been paying attention to like the exposition dump on the spaceship with devin and betty is super exciting yeah. because in the comments section you're really seeing people talking about Oh man, the premiere is talking about Project Manicore. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, the the Crybots have uh, uh, grid energy. That's why they're so tough. Yes. They're really paying attention to the details. And don't get me wrong, for Chris and I, it's like, yeah, this is world building, and we 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 hope people pay attention. But if, you know, sometimes people just uh, tune in for the, hey, when does the spandex happen? Hey, when does the lightning happen? <laughs> hey, when does you know what I mean? But legitimately, just like you, the people are paying attention attention to the details they are noticing what we're incorporating and that's super exciting that bloodline is creating its own even its own world effects well just everything just the world building power scaling you know right. even the fact that you know andros is a certain level of grid user at this point you know what i mean just like zane is a certain level of grid user just like tk mm -hmm. is a special level of being a fusion ranger which is why we incorporate the turbo key and the actual morpher things like that people are paying attention to the power scaling of things and we do try to keep it consistent i think right? yeah. i think we do try to keep it consistent in terms of you know no one has a superman complex but there is a clear ranking in terms of oh this is the big fish this is a smaller dog oh these are like, these are the rottweilers and all this other stuff so yeah i i, I think even like the, when you say that i even remember like the details of the sound like the crybots mm. like i'm like they even got the, <laughs> yeah. he got the little i i i, I always look for the easter eggs type of thing i always yeah. look for those little subtle those subtle details and i was impressed with just the little the little crybots the crybots sound effect I'm like it's just like the show they just did, did, did it, that. Did it was it. it was close i i, I deliberately tried to because I coordinate with a lot of the uh, the the posts and all that other stuff, right. um, I had it so that it was close enough to be like, "Oh, I see what you guys were going for," without it being like, "Oh yeah, that was taken directly from the show." Right. So it's an evolved right. version of the crabots. Yeah. I, I you guys killed it. I mean, just saying. Uh, Actually, if uh, I may, small uh, if you don't mind, yeah. sorry, dude. I know I'm talking, but yeah. even like in episode one, there was like a small detail. <clears throat> where even Chris was like, "I don't quite get it," but okay. It was when he sh he shoots his lightning 
and I had him put his hand up oh. against his face first, uh, and then shoots it. Yeah. I mean, and I appreciate like the trust like my big brother gives me. Yeah. But I did that for a very specific reason. That's how it clipped her. That's how it clipped her. Was attacked. Yeah. It took me told yeah. a lot of the suit, suit actors exaggerated their 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 physicality, a little like, bit. doing stuff like that. You know, they're, a little bit. they're yeah, you know, the, the 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 special beam cannon, the Makanko Sopo, we're gonna do an extra. Yeah. But, but Clifter <laughs> definitely consistently just boom, charge it up, and then let it go. I caught that as soon as I saw it. And it was like, because I saw the eye, it was like, what's going on? Like, I need answers. And I'm like, you better clip the stuff. I cannot tell you how many times I've been asked, why do you look like Kano now? And I'm just like, shh. Because clearly he's going to be in the next Mortal Kombat 1. Because clearly, yeah, Andrew's is part of Mortal Kombat. Like, at first, when I first saw... I've heard that so many damn times. When I first saw the outfit... first saw the outfit, I literally thought Jedi. When I first saw it, before anything. We're going for Sith. My bad, my bad, my bad. You just, you tabooed it real quick. You're not going to hear the end of that real quick. Oh, no. Dark Lord, well, Dark Lord, Dark Lord. I, I, I just saw Star Wars, yeah. and I was like, "What's going on?" Okay, this is okay. Something's cool is happening. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but it's cool. I don't, you know, it just gave me no vibes. And once again, like Star Wars, I'm like, I'm, I'm in for it. I don't know what's going on, but I want. I'm all in. I'm all in. Um, I had somebody. Um, I had somebody at a, a panel. Uh, I can't remember which kind of was, but I had somebody at a panel ask me a question. They said, um, "Do you think?" Andros would make a good Jedi, and I said absolutely not, yeah. because Andros is a hundred percent about emotion. Andros is a Sith. He's all about emotion, whether it's angry or sad or morose or whatever. PTSD. He is. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's like yeah. The, the the whole the whole season of In Space is him dealing with PTSD because literally everybody he knows is dead, right? Or Zane. Uh, like, so he doesn't know where his sister is, but it's presumed, like, dead, because he doesn't know. And uh, he knows that Zane is alive, but he's essentially brain dead in the, in the meat locker he's, in the back of the he's ship. He's a meat so like, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. a meat in the back of the ship. So he doesn't know. And, like, as far as he knows, everybody from uh, KO-35 is dead. This is and his whole team, right. aside from Zane. Everybody else, dead. So this is a character that is, like, his PTSD level is beyond the roof. So yeah, yeah, he is he is nothing but emotion. He, he would never be a Jedi. He would only be a Sith. Or, so, or at least the outfit. Like the outfit. Like, at least. Mm. <laughs> or at least. Well, he so, you is. know, because a little bit of mix. It's a little mix of both in there. Uh, what do you think about the Boom Studio stuff? You know, uh, in, in the in the Andrew's character, in how what they did with it. Um, you think they got the likeness right? Does the you know the attitude? How do you feel? I think we do do it better. 100%. We do it way better. I, I will go on the record and say um, I do appreciate what Boom has done. Yeah. I, I'm the big advocate yeah. as far as saying I appreciate what Boom has done because some of the story expansions have There's been... Davey. What? Davey just said Andros is absolutely safe. Oh, 100%. Shout out to Davey. <laughs> oh, so Davey um, in the chat does the voice of Ardeca uh, for our oh, okay. uh, Black Obsidian. And like little little knots like that, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. wanted an up to date like association with like the Astral Mega Ship, but also yeah. Decca. And Davy does the fantastic. Actually, Davy just does fantastic robots. I guess the weirdest thing, like he does like a solid yeah. Alpha Five too for no reason. And oh, those are man. very different. That's ones. good. That's real good. 
And one thing I do want to make it known is like everybody part of this team who I I can't give enough love to this team because they they take the time, blood, sweat, and tears, and uh, but everyone's had to had to work for their part. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you know, Davey's a good friend of us of, of ours, but it wasn't like oh, we'll just give it to you. One demonstration, right. and it was like hi, sold, you're in. That was it. So uh, yeah, big shout out. Shout out. And the other oh, thing yeah. is too. Now, now we're talking about like Andrews being a Sith, yeah. And, you know, being motion yeah. based and things like that. One thing I love about Bloodline is we're able to return to form in a sense because best Andros is loner Andros. Yeah, and mm -hmm. he has a team, yes, but the <laughs> attitude as far as I'm a lone wolf, but I also have things that I care about is very prevalent. Which is episode one introduction of Andros. I mean, dude, the Take, let's take us back, man. First episode of In Space, we see Andros doing Return of the Return of the Jedi. Shout out to Return mm -hmm. of the Jedi, Chris. And he comes <laughs> in, robed up in enemy territory, not giving a damn. Sits All with them. Everybody's yeah. toasting up, and Andros like, man, f your toast. Yep, f your toast. <laughs> I got priorities. Really, real. And then stand on the table and f your dinner too, right? So yep. that type of Andros <laughs> with the Red Raiders, I love, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And what helps really uh, uh, cement that is who he has to bounce off of, right. which essentially is a Gohan type to his Piccolo, mm -hmm. which, you know, soft spot mm -hmm. for him, but also he's, I trained he's, him. He's DJ and my favorite uh, Dragon Ball character, Piccolo. Yeah, very definitely. Both our favorite characters. So. You know, you uh, I got a, I got a Piccolo figure in my Amazon basket as in my should. Amazon cart right now. As, oh, you, as should. you should, yes. So, so <laughs> with that said, having that dynamic as far as having that small sweet spot, but right. also I'm gonna train you to be the best. So don't let me down. Type of uh, type of dynamic, and also one of his lieutenants, one of like you know Psycho Red is Psycho Red. They're not yeah. friends. They're like, they're they're yeah. they're yeah. they're there. <laughs> they're working and he, together, he, and I'm you're love the one that. that's like giving him cautionary, like, why are we with this guy? Like, I don't like him. Why are we doing this? Why gotta be him? Like, I love that about your character. <laughs> and you try to tell you, you, you know, you, your master, like, you know, your your, your boss, is like, hey, all right, this is crazy, but we're doing this. What are we doing? <laughs> As a do we just have to me. Deal with this now? No, it is <laughs> just me. We don't care. No. All right, well, and and and, and Andrews is like, trust the process. Don't worry, you got this. Oh, don't and worry. I, I don't I hate the process. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you guys greet each other with lightning. None of this is right. Like every time y'all do this, this is how y'all fight every time. Yep. Just and I'm like rolling hey. my eyes, like this isn't this isn't this isn't friendly fire. This is not what I want to. <laughs> this is not normal. Same, yeah, I don't want to be in the same house with this dude. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's the uncle you warned me about. No, That's right. Uh, <laughs> now, how long, like, uh, just the look of the ship and everything, like, how, how long did it take to build that set? Because I'm all, I'm a sucker for, like, knowing the ins and outs of how, like, building things like that. Like, it looked good. It looked really no, good. Should we, should we give away, should we give away the industry, industry secret? I will say this. Um, no, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you know, in in LA specifically, there's a good amount of uh, peer spaces. Now, okay. it's up to the individual productions to dress them up and dress them down and make it specific to its uh, uh, 
production itself, you know. Mm. But and, and it's intended uh, what it's supposed to be. But there's a lot of sound stages and a lot of sets that come at least with a base set. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. we, we, we did what we did to kind of make it specific to us, light it in a very specific way, shoot it in a very specific way where it creates a, a, an orientation for a ship design. And you know, like, hey, this, this hallway is a little bit longer when you go through this one. Right. And half the time you're going through the same door five times, but it looks longer. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So no, we didn't, we didn't completely, uh, we didn't build that set, but we did utilize a very, very cool soundstage. Yeah. It was still dope nonetheless. Um, also, so I, one of the questions, because this was, I had to ask uh, Chris, how does it feel to be a, a, a action figure? How does that feel to be? Like, <laughs> like, especially back in the day, to go in like, the store and Toys R Us and whatnot, and just like, oh, that's me. You know, like, how, how did it, how did it how, take us to that feeling? Like, what is it like? You know, to be I'll tell you what, because um, I have like two ver versions of you right now on my wall right now, and I'm talking to you, so I feel kind of weird. Like, looking behind me is <laughs> <laughs> when when the action figures came out way back when, a million years ago. You know, obviously the show was with Saban. So when the action figures first came out, they gave all of us. There's only the five of us this was before um, Justin was a part of the show, but uh, they gave us. Um, the action figures that came out the very first set and then after that they made us buy all the rest <laughs> so <Jeez. laughs> well hey at least you got a freebie you. yeah we at got least you got a freebie we got one i did make sure a million years ago i made sure that uh i went out to buy ecliptor because ecliptor was my favorite character yeah a hundred percent like a hundred percent he was my favorite character i was like screw andrews i like ecliptor yeah so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I did I'm, go and buy it. I'm looking for that figure myself right now, so you ain't the only one. I'm looking for that right now. Um, I think the I think the Lightning Collection version of Andros is pretty dope. I mean, you know, they got the like so the, that's, the, that's, the one with the cloak. The hair. Is... Not just the cloak. I mean, just with your your head sculpt and everything. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's pretty dope to have. Yeah, the uh, well, I like the the one with the cloak is actually pretty funny because uh, it comes with the in space helmet that's Black. like just totally. Black, black just totally black. black, which was not yeah. a thing that existed. That was just they put that on. That might have been a boom. Because... That might have been. No, a that's a boom. That was a okay. Boom Studios version. That's why. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's in the comics. That that version okay. of Andros. So that's why it's like that. Yeah, that's you know, FYI. But uh, <laughs> I do, I do like it. I mean, I like the way the, uh, I like the way that one. I have, I have that, and I have the one with um, um, Andros and uh, Astronomer. Uh, yeah, both, both look really cool. Yeah. Melody looks great. Melody, as always, is one of the few female figures where I'm just like, okay, that looks like her. Yeah, yes, yeah. and I, yeah, they're coming out better now. They start to look, they start to get it together get now to like to make the lightness a little bit better now as, as we speak now. So I'm hoping right. that they do a Borg version of Melody when she uh she went uh -oh. she, when she turned all Borg on the show. Uh -oh. Yeah, and that was like cool. that looked so good, and it was like like and they. What they whitened up her face to basically make right. it look like all the blood in there was drained out, and she's just yeah. basically a husk and all that. That was awesome. She looked fantastic. It was such a great like look. So I hope that they. And yeah, I, I hope they do more that, astronomer. I remember that episode because when that happened and the clipper was like so brokenhearted. Yeah. And for that, even the I, I don't know who his name, the voice actor, Lex Lex Lang Lex Lang Lex Lang did a, a phenomenal job because. In, in, in the guys in the suit because just the combination of 
the mouth doesn't move. On no, yeah. It doesn't move, but the body language and the voice just made you like, okay, he's torn apart. Like he's yeah. he he don't mind being evil, but he don't want that to be that evil to his his child. You know, like that's screwed up. Like you also have to understand, like Lex has been in the the voice acting game for years, man. If yeah. you check his resume, okay. you would. You may yeah. or may not be surprised who he's voiced, man. And it, yeah. it, it, it probably is like a lot of your childhood right. anime oh, yeah. characters alike. Like he, Lex, yeah. Lex has like three or four hundred credits under his name, at least. So, yeah. He, he has work, done man. so many. Yeah, he's put in all the work. There's yeah. not an it, He's like the Danny Trejo of voice actors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's, he's been a part of like literally every anime that's of any kind of, you know, caliber. He's been a part of it yep. in some way or another. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Big shout out to Lex, um, Lex because it was very yeah. important to us to uh, to make sure that uh, Eclipter. No, he was Eclipter. Eclipter. Yeah. So that, the that's what made it sweet too. Yeah. That's what made it sweet to hear, hear his voice, and then like the like I don't I didn't know, was it like the voice in his head or like just like I don't know like a, like a four stroke seven thing he's talking to. What like, do you I'm think? To, what, yeah, that's the question. What do you think it is? I felt like it was like. You know, since it's part of him already, I think it was coming from that area. Like it was in his head. I don't know. It's, it was just. It was just. just let's, it was cool. But let's just, cool. let's just let's just say let's just say Eclipter, uh his essence is alive. Okay. I I I take that. I will take that. I, I take that. Um, DJ, I would have to say the amount of work you've been doing on web series is ridiculous, bro. Like you're like just about everywhere, you know. That's like anything that's like that, no. <laughs> we're just about like <laughs> all the like you're on the you know on Netflix right now and stuff. You you know like the amount of work you've been doing, especially with the Cowboy Bebop, was really dope. I like I mm -hmm. gotta point that out. Cowboy Bebop was really dope. Um, uh, shout out to uh, King Vader. King Vader. Uh, that was I was that just was about to say, how is? Oh, by, by the way, Chris. Ooh. I mean, again, I, I've talked to you about it, but like. He wants to be in something, so we'll talk, but yeah. yeah. No, the dude that's crazy. Dude is so talented for being at his age. Crazy amount of viewers, crazy what? amount of followers. And he's 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 earned every single bit of that. So big big shout out to King, uh, King Bear. That's my little brother right there. Yeah, he's he's really good and I'm I'm happy for him. Like I remember seeing his stuff before and just to see how far he's gone. And mm -hmm. like, it just really shows how much you could like what you could do uh at any level to be some get somewhere you know and he's he's another one that's killing it it to be so young as well too um yeah. so major kudos to him um and also i i already i said it a long time ago when i first saw you and you you already mentioned it but the ll kuja comparison <laughs> i thought about that i'm like oh you look kind of like ll kuja you know and then to see that yeah. you, you know, doing the NCIS stuff, I'm like, wait, yeah, my boy, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Can I tell you something, man? Um, I kind of get it, but like way 14 years ago when I even started doing the NCIS LA body double stuff, man, I had long hair. There's nothing about me that was like LL Cool J-esque, you know what I'm saying? Like, for the record, no, I did not shave my head just to look like LL Cool J. But, <laughs> but 
once I did, I was like, ah, okay, if you put Vaseline over your eyes and cock your head this way and then blink really fast, sure. Right. Sure. <laughs> right. And if you're drunk enough, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, it worked enough. You look like you look like him enough to be a body double. Yeah. Like, how long have you been doing that, bro? Like, uh, literally, somebody said, "Oh, shout out to Wayback. What's up, man?" He said, "Hello, Hello. Cool DJ." Cool DJ. Um, <laughs> actually, from the beginning, man, uh, the very beginning wow. of NCISLA 14 years ago, we literally, as of uh, last, uh, man, as of last Sunday, um, literally last week Sunday. It was it was 14 years and we just wrapped yeah. up the entire series and it just it just finished and uh yeah man uh chris molnar second unit director he saw some comparisons brought me on day one and a lot of times when you do the body double mm -hmm. stuff you're you know they can't switch you out if they need yeah. to you know just just matter of uh, convenience and the draw and if you know like booking agencies sometimes it's just as simple as you know you're available take the guy right he right. just kept on bringing me back wow. and I, wow. I i couldn't be any more thankful for that experience just getting to know the the crew the cast just being around that energy i love sets that feel good you know what i mean and, and chris mm -hmm. i'm sure has his own like uh, his own testament to when you're around a good vibe on set there's nothing like it oh, yeah. and then seeing, yeah. seeing that end result um with everybody because I mean, if you have that experience like, on Hollywood sets or just sets in general, everybody's heart is important. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, yeah, that's cool. the question, man. Fourteen years ago, jeez. Wow. And so, so I just recently saw that. I guess his character will be on the Hawaii, Hawaii. version. <laughs> so you think you'll get that call to go go to Hawaii? Uh, uh, it depends, man. Uh, I will say this, dude. All kidding aside, and this is complete honesty, the pandemic changed a lot mm. of protocols. Right, right, right. Um, Because before, when you had a second unit or an insert shot, it would be a, bo uh, a day booked. You'd have uh, X amount of time to do it and just knock it out. Where during the pandemic, you had to get tested like two to three times. But every time you do, you get paid to do it. Right. So doing an insert shot, which let, let's just say, throwing out a number, right? It does not cost $100, but let's just say a normal insert shot day would cost $100. It was now costing them about three to $400 because everybody Ooh. had to get tested just to do a normal insert shot. So they were, they started getting a little bit more effective with not needing second unit, if that makes sense. Okay. But you never know, you never know. Yeah, but I things mean, have changed a lot since the pandemic, I will say that for all the productions, not just NCISLA. I mean, I look at it like if they ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, man. Like if you, hey. they use it before. You know, you work well before. And but, you, but, you but, but, no trouble. But the problem know? is, uh, what worked before might make you broke, so you might fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. That you were, you're right about that. And uh, it, uh, Chris, I have to act. Uh, I'm gonna take this back. Um, uh, I, I used to hang out. Uh, if you're familiar, like with the clerks and stuff, uh, I used to hang out at my local video store. Uh, uh -huh. My friends every weekend, and there was this movie that was sitting on the, just sitting every, like sitting on the uh, on the counter every time I would walk by it, and I really looked at it, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" There's yeah. one of two that I can think of what you're going to say, <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drown you if you bring. <laughs> say it, do it, do it. It's worth it. You had a good run. <laughs> had a good run. You had a good I'm run. Just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, I saw it, we were going to speak about it, but I saw it, and I was like, 
hey, it's Andros. My Power Rangers. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, which one was it? Light in the Forest. Ah, Light in the Forest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, saw you burn the after, cover. That was after Power Rangers. Honestly, Bro, I, yeah. I've never seen it. <laughs> never seen it. That I've never right. seen it. Yeah. I don't I, have a copy of it. Yeah. I, I've had a number of people come up to me at conventions and, like, you know, they have, like, a DVD copy of it or whatever. They're like, can you sign this? I'm just like, where the hell do you get this? I've never seen it. I, I remember watching that. And I remember I bought that in Warriors of Virtue, and I kind of confused oh the my two. God. After Warriors of Virtue, dang! Yeah, I remember because uh, I, I I rented that movie. I love I that movie. Yeah, yeah, that was something. Kung Fu yeah. can, uh, kangaroos. Yeah, I, definitely I, something. Yeah, I, I'm just saying I watched Warrior of Virtue a lot that weekend. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. I mean, I guess all I'm saying. You know, can, can I make well, this very perfectly great. clear? There's one six. First, first of all, underrated movie. That's yeah. a gem yes. of a movie. Yeah. The second one, I was, I was mad about, but this, yeah. the first one. Well, we're typically mad at the last second. I stuff, didn't even sure. know, but there was a second. Oh yeah, wow. yeah. No, yeah. Uh, you, you're better <laughs> off not knowing that. But yeah. no, no. There was this one part where I remember they had like this sparkle effect as they're doing like these twists and turns, and I kid you not. In my mind, that was the influence of an episode one in Bloodline where TK was like blocking the blaster bolts and all that. Right. There was a part <laughs> where he, where I finesse it behind my back and it kind of sparkles around like right. That's completely taken from that. It's a virtue. Movie, dude. Wow. You never knew that, Chris. Wow. I did not know that. I didn't know that. You know, the whole the more you know. thing came from Warriors of Virtue. Yeah, no, I that no specifically idea. the sparkle part where I twist the spiral saber behind yeah. my back and it did a little yeah. hit, but it sparkled around and did that whole thing. I'm like, that's exactly where that's from. That's wow. so funny. Wow. <laughs> I think I just, uh, I just, I, wow. wow. Okay. There's a lot of right Between Chris and I, there's a lot of little. Hey, we like this, so we're putting it in. Right. But it still oh, yeah. makes sense. We're not just doing yeah. it just to do it, but a lot of times you may find like a Star Wars line here or there, and then Chris will be like, Did you just really? I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, let's keep it. All right. Do cool. it. Screw it. I don't care. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> how. <laughs> I'm really surprised. I actually think that was a part of the show. Uh, how much was improvised on set? A lot. A lot. Because, uh, are, yeah. do you mean on Bloodline or on in yeah. space? Well, on Bloodline, on Bloodline. Sorry, just going over. On Bloodline, um, you a know, little bit. Yeah, we we have well. So, like, when it comes to like the story, the story is pretty much set in stone. Um, like, what's going to happen on that um, episode or whatever? That's fairly set in stone. The dialogue, though, is like you know wh whoever is speaking will tell them. Okay, if if you don't think that. If this sounds natural for what your character would say, say the line, but like make it your own. Mm -hmm. But you know, definitely don't deviate. Like if the answer is supposed to be yes, don't say no, right? Because that would not help us. But you know, we're we're very loosey goosey with the uh, with the dialogue and all that. As long as somebody feels like this is something that my character would say, uh, or this is something I don't think my character would say, we'll listen to you. Right. We're, we're gonna we're we're gonna be happy to work with. You. We're very open with making it um natural we're very open with making it feel good and that's the main thing making the dialogue feel good uh case in point there's uh okay there's two main examples from episode two andros and teak 
I love Andros and TK's dynamic. It's it's basically me and Chris yeah. in real life. Kind right. Of. Pretty fun. Depending on yeah. what it is, it's, it's basically us just kind of like him saying something, <laughs> face palming. That's like literally our. <laughs> it is, man. You can say what you want. It kind of is. But like, for instance, um, I had a template of what I wanted that dialogue to be before we went on the cry about assault. But at the end of it, oh. we were going back and forth, back and forth. And then it's like, okay, so what now? And he's like, kill them all. And yes. I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? Right. You're a clifter right now. Do it. He's like, really? Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. Let's just go. Like, that's the like response. It. Kill them all. And then kill that's that was the that was the segue. And it's like, never reaction but, uh, from okay. The um, reaction and then the, and then the other one. The reaction from TK though, when uh, when when he says, "What do we do now? Kill them all." And he's just like, "Real." Yeah, yeah that was actually real. That's DJ. Yeah, that was that's me. Not DK. Yeah, that's, that's that's DJ. <laughs> and then um. One line that was pretty, I love this because like it wasn't even meant to be this way. Um, the original line was uh, on the spaceship with Virgil, Psycho Red, where, <laughs> yeah, you know, because Virgil's like unhinged. Right. And a lot of, and this is the beauty about like uh, Virgil's character because on the show, Psycho Rangers are a problem, man. The Psycho Rangers are a menace, you know what I mean? They're elbowing people when they're down. They're Busting up civilians, you know, they're, they're just what, laughing. They're doing what you should actually they're, do in a real way. Essentially, they're yeah. being villains. That art of the of that Psycho Ranger art, yeah, was absolutely as yeah. a kid, as yes. a kid, was amazing. I couldn't believe, like, they're getting their ass beat, like yeah. every episode, like, jeez, like, oh. So it was extremely important to Man. us that we did not water down Psycho Red. Right. Like, he still needs to be who he is, even if he is working on a team. And I love this whole, I mean, call it whatever you want to call it, like Naruto, Sasuke, Goku, Vegeta. But it's basically rivals working together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. doesn't mean they're friends. It just means they're rivals. Yeah, so, yeah. and they all have a goal. But there is a line where, you know, Psycho Red, Psycho Red. And so much of that is Patrick adding to the character. Because Patrick oh, shout doesn't. Out, shout out it, to him. Because he's, he killed that. He oh, really he killed eats. it. He and eats he, cereal, bro. He was the oh, original. God. He did play in the original, right? Yeah, the, yeah. No, Patrick yeah. was the original. Like everyone's original. This is that's yeah. one. Of, I, I was going back to what I was saying uh, before was with like, part, uh, you know, a show like this gives people a chance to actually get to do more with their characters than they got to do right. before. And I think you already got to see him in the civilian scene, and and that was pretty much it. He and was he on the show. Like his face was on the show for one episode. Yeah, that was it for all for all of them. Yeah, they did the yeah. voice. They did the voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he was the voice for the whole season. season. Right. But yeah, he was only on like, and I, he told me like he he saw me at lunch the day that he was working. He didn't want to bother me or whatever. I was like, I I didn't know you were there. I mean, but it, it's, it's cool that he gets to you know expound on his character more yeah. and, and get to play oh, yeah. with that character and just. Cause he's he's digging into it, like he's eating it, he's I eating it up in that love in that does, hole. Yeah, I love like the mannerisms, everything. Like, it's like I didn't get to play this part of of this character before and years ago, but I'm gonna kill it now. I'm gonna do it now. Oh yeah, like, he's oh man, he's really well, he, he's really eating he the scenes, man. He had lived that life um, on the ship. You know what I'm gonna say? You you want to go ahead and tell you that? Can do it. Just, oh yeah, he had lived because. We're we're working very hard to make sure that every episode Patrick has the best damn lines there is. 
I don't know how that happens, but it just keeps happening. And um, so when we did the scene where um, uh, the three of us, Patrick, DJ, and I are, are on the spaceship, and um, <clears throat> and TK says uh, he's psycho or something like that, but he's worth he's like mouthing it to uh, to me. Yeah. And then you hear Patrick uh, in the background. No shit. He wanted that so badly, and we were just like, okay. so I, I, yeah. So I'll tell you what the original line was. Like, I'm supposed to I pass by Chris, and I say, he's crazy. And then Patrick recommended, like, call me psycho, and I'm going to say something. So I pass by Chris, and I'm like, he's psycho. And he's like, no shit. And <laughs> we were like, yeah. And then after cut. Eventually, yeah. After cut, they're both looking at me, and I'm like, damn, that's good. Let's keep it. Yeah, it is good. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, it's perfect. Let's keep yeah. it. Yeah, Patrick. I, I feel like there was Patrick any moment of time. Yeah, I, I feel like any <laughs> moment of time, I would just wait for him to be like, say that just that one line, like, "I'm surrounded by idiots," like just something like that. Like, don't worry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. like he just he gets so annoyed, <laughs> and he's just like, "Oh, I'm surrounded by idiots." Funny like, just had that, that moment. Spoiler, spoiler <laughs> or not. He definitely causes idiots in yeah. the next Like, you know, he, yeah. he definitely oh, thinks very he little of us. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I say that because I, because when I see that and I see his scenes and I, you know, and I'm a, I love Guardians of, Ga uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, shout and out. It, it, and he gave me, like, the vibe of, like, how Gamora was. Like, when she's just okay. hanging out with the team, it's just like, oh, I hate being here. Gamora like, or Nebula? Uh, I'd say even Nebula. Yeah. Nebula, 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 yeah. Nebula definitely like they're all idiots. Not Gamora, sorry. I'm yeah. Nebula. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Nebula, sorry. I'm saying Gamora, but I'm thinking Nebula. No, no That's what I'm thinking. So I'm as when I see him as I, I just have that moment think of Nebula like I'm surrounded by idiots. Like this is this is you know, I gotta deal with just to get my job, my mission done. Yeah. You know. And then when they're all when my job is done, my job will just kill everybody. <laughs> I just wanna say like Patrick's character has literally been like a favorite and he was such an accident inclusion in yeah. Bloodline. he was yeah. such an accident inclusion in bloodline uh should i tell that story yeah. or do, you, do we care oh, yeah or, by all means please do. So, please do. i, I want to hear it again yeah no <laughs> for sure um so we get done with bloodline one i won't get too far into this story but bloodline one was an accident like what we got for episode one was supposed to be just a trailer it was yeah, supposed to be one is technically not episode one it's it's just a long trailer I mean, it, it ended up being an episode, but it was supposed to be it's, just a trailer. Yeah. It was supposed to be like, imagine like a trailer where it pulses in, pulses out, and it's like Andros in the middle of nowhere. We see a couple of things happen. He reveals himself, that kind of thing. You may see a little bit of me, a little bit of Sam and Nova, that kind of thing. And then, Bloodline of the Grid. We, right. we, and by we, I mean me, filmed way too much. And I'm like, we can do something with this. So we added mm. the extra scene with Patrick. To, which to round it off, which was supposed to be, um, it was supposed to be our Marvel mid credits thing, right? But it, it was just too long for a scene, so it's like screw it, just put it in. Just, <laughs> and, and now a part of it. Well, I, I want to add like a little extra, just a little bit of extra, oh, you know, for like right. a Marvel effect, exactly. I guess yeah. some people, guess some people look forward to kind of thing. So the original pitch was, you know what? Maybe there's like a whole bunch of people on the ground in a science lab or something. He's sitting down and he looks towards the camera and then. He just morphs right there and the helmet comes on. Something very simple, right? It was nothing 
something like that. Give us the scene that you saw where he bat he Batman sends his way to a place. He's snapping next, and then he morphs to the camera, which is one of my favorite morphs we've ever done. That is the best morph of all time. I like my morphs. I'm saying that. Yeah. I I gotta go with Patrick's. That is the best morph because you don't see it. You, yeah. you only see like a very small bit of it. And he just that, that's why it's just so a cool console. Yeah. yeah. He just breaks the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is my favorite morph of all Power Ranger stuff, literally. Ever. But. That uh, is but the problem was when Patrick came to film, again, you know, I'm talking to Chris and we were literally doing ADR for episode one at the time. I was like, hey, what do you think about what I just told you? Like, what do you think, Patrick, would he be down? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'd be down. You just need to talk to him. And then we never updated Patrick the concept. So he thought he was just going to show up and sit in the desk. Right. And that uh... was not what was happening. That is not what happened. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And, it, and, and the response was so was so good in terms of and that was about this, the, the time where i came up with the whole glory to the red raiders thing which mm. i love the fans for for catching on because i love that's our call sign i love that yeah. thing uh yeah matter of fact if anybody's out there if you guys have an idea for an, a, a salute let us know <laughs> yeah we're kind of trying to figure out a way for uh, for the red raiders to have like a salute but we right. don't want it to be too i mean i'm i'm, I'm leaning towards space ball with the whole you know, it's funny because I literally thought, well, except for the space ball, I already thought the other way though. Like, like it's angels. It would be like the middle finger or something. Like, what? that's correct. <laughs> that would be me. That would be correct. Yeah. Well, that would be me. Yeah, that would totally be me. <laughs> Andros wouldn't bother. Chris would flick you off in a heart. Andros would just murder you with lightning or something. <laughs> Glory to the Red Raiders. <laughs> Glory to the Red Raiders. <laughs> we do have another fun. Um, we do have another fun accident, though. Not just Patrick. Patrick okay. is Patrick is our greatest happy accident. Sure. Uh, now, like a hundred percent part of the, uh, the team, yep. the crew, all of that. Yep. But, but uh, <clears throat> the other happy accident is our narrator, opening narrator from yeah. uh, for episode one and episode two, and it's going to continue mm -hmm. going on and on and on. Um, we were like. Um, I, I, I think we were on set, we were filming, I think it might have been the Patrick scene. And uh, I remember, like, we just started thinking, like, what do we do for the intro? Though? And I you like, wanted Star Wars Crawl, I said no. Yeah, no. I wanted a Star Wars Crawl, uh -huh. but it, it turned into, um, I told him, I was like, you know, I live stream with Dave all the time, uh, Dave Fielding. And I was like, I can ask him. Uh, and, and I said, if you get him to say yes, literally by tomorrow, I will write something real fast and we will film it and it's it. Yeah. Right now. So I texted him like right there. I was like, dude, could you do like the opening, uh, the opening thing for episode one? And he's like, yeah, man, what do you want me to do? So I was like, fuck yeah. Um, work, working with Dave is, uh, to me, another like, you're anointed. Like you're, you got blessings. You know what I mean? Like yeah. with Zordon himself. And again, the man who kills Zordon yeah. and Zordon are in the same production still together. Yeah. That's meant to be type stuff, man. I mean, that's yeah. that's 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 who needs to narrate this. It, you have to have Zordon do this. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And the first he's a great time guy I, too. I met him in person myself. Yeah, he's a great guy. The first time I ever met him was actually at a con, and uh, like obviously I never worked with him because you know he was only doing the the uh, voiceover work for Zordon on um, uh, on in space. But uh, I I met him at a convention. And uh, I knew who he was, but we'd never crossed paths. And I, I was at my booth, and I believe I was signing something. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, 
there's a voice that comes like right into my ear and says, "You killed me, you son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, hi, I did, I did. Do <laughs> Anybody knows Dave? Dave is the nicest guy. The he's a, nicest. He's a pussy guy. cat. He's the most wonderful man ever. Yep. I love Dave to death. Yep. So, yeah. He's wonderful. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> now, what can y'all tell me about the the? The other series that's going on that's coming out soon. Uh, about uh, what is it called? Psycho. What is it called here? Psycho Menace. Yeah, Psycho Menace. I'm waiting. To, I, I already saw some of the outfits, the, the, the you know the, the the costumes, and I'm like, again, these guys are stepping it up every every little bit. They they just every you guys keep going and going. Yeah. Um, what can you tell me? Tell us about Psycho Menace because I'm nosy. I can tell you, I can tell you a little bit, but um, I also want to be respectful because, uh, so for those who don't know, Psycho Menace is Jordan's next project for Unworthy Productions. Yeah. And Jordan has been such a, a catapult for a lot of, I don't know, quality fan ranger videos, uh, starting mm -hmm. with his uh, Power is Unworthy and things like that. Yeah. Blurred Vision, by the way, y'all. Blurred Vision, exactly. Yep. And, and the fact of the matter is I've always admired his work. I've, I've always admired his quality and uh, just his eye and his vision. You know what I mean? It, it was Power Rangers uh, it, um, energized. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it was modernized and it was, it was fresh. You know what I mean? So as you can imagine, Chris and a lot of the veteran Rangers get approached very like often to hey be in my stuff be in my yep. stuff and here's the mm -hmm. thing chris loves the fans chris loves his fans he appreciates every single one of y'all but he has to be particular you know what i mean um as makes sense and also he can't he, he just can't realistically can't do everyone's stuff you know what i yeah. mean so, right but with with uh jordan his his uh, uh vision is so specific I brought it to the table to Chris and Patrick, and they were super enthusiastic about it. Uh, Jordan's been nothing but respectful about the characters, making sure that they're okay with everything, every every single step of the way. And mm -hmm. the big, big picture is having a multiverse of this version goes this way, this version this goes this way, but there's only one specific Andros that becomes the Red Raider. You know, right, right. That was that was that was actually my uh my concern uh right. before even like talking to him about it because tj hit me up and it was like and also uh, patrick's concern too um but uh dj hit me up and he was like so you know what do you think about doing uh voiceover stuff for unworthy and i was like wait but it's andros but it's not bloodline andros i don't know about that because it's like i don't want there to be two versions of the same person out there that don't <clears throat> that are not you know they're totally different about right. that and he was like well you know the alternate universe so i was like okay alternate universe <laughs> i mean you know then you know whatever you want to do i mean you can do right. anything that. so okay um but my biggest concern was like i don't want anything period to ever take away from what we do with bloodline yeah uh that to yeah. me is like that is paramount uh to the point where uh, I've had uh, I actually had Nemo ask me this. Justin hit, hit me up and he was like, "Hey, what do you think? Uh, what do you think if they ask us to do a once and always um, for in space?" And I told him I was like, "I would consider it only if it's Bloodline Angels. If it's not, I'm not going to do that because the whole point of a character is to progress, right. not regress. You want to move forward. You never want to move backwards. When, when you're telling a story, you keep moving forward. So 
as far as we are concerned, DJ and I and, and Patrick and everybody that's part of the crew and the cast and all that, as far as we're concerned, what we're doing on Bloodline is the natural progression of what all of these characters, where they would be, what their, yeah. you know, where their heads are, what right. they're physically like, all of this stuff. So, you know, everybody, um, <clears throat> everybody's changed, but it's also like, you know, Power Rangers in Space was set in 98. This is now, so it's 25 plus years yeah. later. And that's this is one of the things that I'm not a huge fan of with the Boom comics is that they never have Andros age. He's still wearing oh, the same right. thing. He's still yeah. got the hair and all that. It's like let him grow. Let him let him become a man. Don't keep him as a kid forever. And that's what we're doing with Bloodline. And the same thing is with um uh with with Zane with uh with Justin's character. Yes. On the show, you know, Justin or Nemo or uh, Zane <laughs> on the show, Zane was a bit of a goofball he was a yeah. bit of a uh he was a funny guy he was you know he, he had the biggest he heart was boyish. In the world. very boy he was very yeah he was very boyish but he, he had the biggest heart and everything like was really done out of out of like uh, out of, of sweetness and all that but he was a bit of a kid yeah he is not that in bloodline he is a man he has right. aged he has progressed he has grown he has problems <laughs> you know i mean on 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 space you couldn't get Nemo to stop smiling. <laughs> That's actually so true smiling. now. That's so true yeah, now, I mean, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's, it's true of Nemo, yes. It's not true of Zane. Right. Justin right. is the happiest dude in the world. Zane has a hell of a lot of problems. He has a ton of stuff on his uh, on his plate, mm -hmm. and he's a busy man. And yeah, like I see that right there, he's evolved. He has. Yeah. Everybody mm -hmm. has. All of the characters have evolved. Mm -hmm. And same thing with uh, with um, with uh, Roger, with Carlos. I yeah. love, love what we yeah. done with Roger. Yeah, I, I'm waiting. I can't wait to see that part. Not only, I can't wait. Not only do we love what we've done with uh, with Carlos. Roger, Roger loves. Really loves what we've done with Carlos. Yeah. Roger is the biggest fan of Carlos now. He he loves it because you know on the show he was a he was a goofy guy. He uh, uh, what do you know about him? He loves playing soccer and he kind of had a thing for uh, Ashley. And right. what else do you know about? And then him? Mr. I mean, that's really it. And then Mister Steel, your girl showed up. And then I show up and I just like yoink! I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> Whether I like or not, they always make the bad boys. They always look at, they always go for the bad boys. <laughs> but yeah, when so. he, when we told him we were like we want to you know, the original pitch to Roger was um we wanna have you on the on Bloodline. It was gonna be like, you know, this would be a quick little thing. And uh he's like, Okay, am I and I'm Carlos and we're like, Yeah, but you're not Carlos because you're Carlos but he's now the Mandalorian. He was like, Dude, I'm in. Just make me badass and I'm in. I'm so in. So, Can I tell you how many conversations have started off with "Just make me badass"? Just make me badass. <laughs> his entire <laughs> scene, his entire cast has been. <laughs> what's the negotiations? Make me badass. <laughs> like, got it. Badass. Got it. That's it. But okay, no, you got it. and this yeah. is the beauty. This is the beauty about like uh, Chris and I working together too, because again, it's just it's so important to have a sounding board and having different visions, yeah. but also still have a collective vision. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is what I feel. This is what I feel, and that. Boom, you know what I mean? Because initially, um, even before I got brought onto the project, Chris is very clear about tone and direction, but the filling of the blank, he was open to, hey, talk to me, let's work, work it out. So originally, one of the original concepts for Carlos was possibly like a G-Man or like a Men in Black type or yeah. something like that. And then through conversations and conversations, and then finally it was one of those things where, hey, dude, Bounty Hunter. Yep, there it is. Mm -hmm. Bounty Hunter. 
There it, it is. Why not? Why not? Yeah. yeah. And I think when I saw that part, I was just, I have so many questions of what's going on with this character now. Like, he's, you know, he's angry. <laughs> he's, you know, like, why is he shooting at them? Like, what's, what the angels do to Carlos? Like, I'm trying to, bro, yeah, I'm got, trying to figure out. What, we got that know, question all yeah. that. <laughs> you know, I feel like somehow angels did something, you know, like, Carlos wouldn't do that. He, would, he wouldn't be this angry. Carlos did, uh, angels did something. But it, but it was just cool to see him, and then you just leave out on it. It's like, God, I just really want to. I can't wait for the next episode because I want to know what happened. I can't wait for the next episode because honestly, this is going to be our best episode. It just, it just is. Yeah. Um, where we're uh, picking up from, what we're introducing, and just the continuing world building that we're we're doing is just Chris and I know where it's going, yeah. and then we we're. We really want everyone else to be caught up where we're at because it's like, it's pretty exciting. That's so dope. Uh, question, uh, uh, DJ, uh, are y'all going to get that new morpher? The new morpher? Are you going to get that new Oh, what makes you think I don't got it already? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for those who don't know, for those who don't know, like... <laughs> Uh, Dom here, uh, Jurassic here. Uh, was it done specifically for Fusion? You know what? Yes. Actually, I'll take it. I just have it. I mean, it's not even this, but I'll take it. Literally on, uh, the, on the XC site, it says Fusion Morpher. Yeah. So, yeah. I was just trying to find, I was just on there trying to. What a lot of people don't know, I've been, you know, slowly getting parts to my Ranger. <laughs> For the Red Ranger, uh, which is funny because I was thinking, of, I want to do in space, but I want to do a turbo. I just don't know what. And then you guys show up with y'all show, yeah. and it's just like, oh, okay, you just did it for me. Okay, <laughs> gotta... oh, all right. So how can I, how can I not? You're you know, do the same, but also try to not to copy so much. Um, so I mean. I'm working with Tyler Aslo with, you know, sure. having my own morpher. I mean, my own helmet, whatever. Yes. But I wanted a morpher. And I just happened to just by accident and got this bad boy. And, and I was so like, for those who don't know, it's literally the Astro Morpher with the turbo key slot. Yes. Very talented dude. Um, he, he makes yeah. a whole bunch of cool stuff. And I and um, I, I got a couple more from him, too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah, this was... This was the oh. start of something from him. No, I love him to death. And he actually made all of us, for a lot of like the Shattered Pass crew, our own individual morphers and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, even, um, you're not alone with that, dude. I feel like for a lot of us, man, especially for a young black man, you know, of course, uh, Selwyn did his damn thing as uh, the first black leader of the Power Rangers, being a Red Ranger and like that. <laughs> How to do it? Shout out to Black Sun. You had to. I never heard that song. He taught me that song, and now every time I see him, I have to do that shit. Oh, I got to show you. I, the, I can't uh, even show you the it. clip that it's from. Yes. Oh yeah, Black Nerd Comedy. Yeah, that's Andre. Yeah, yeah. Andre Meadows. So shout yeah. out to him. Yeah. But um, I think for a lot of like black men, we have like the same thoughts as far as just like you know, first black leader of the Power Rangers, Red Ranger, mm -hmm. um, and even like when Chris approached me uh, with his business partner at the time. You know, the concept as far as like what TJ Sun would be like was very early development. Yeah. But I was very, right. I think for me, I was very adamant like, if I'm going to do it, I would like to keep him a red. Right. But also, right. I want to still be 
I also still want to pay that respect to Andros being in Space Red. You know what I mean? He is in Space Red. That no one will ever take that away from right. him. Um, so paying that respect was super important. And then uh, there was also this uh, really cool concepts that has evolved since then. It's not exactly the same, but uh, cool concepts from an illustrator named Randall Calrissian, very talented drawer mm. and artist. And so we took something along those lines, but we made it our own. If that makes sense. Yep. I, I mean, you, you did, and I, I, you know, like you said, been a fan of uh, the TJ character for so long, so much so that during uh, uh, what is it, Kineticon, when I first actually got to meet Chris uh, for the very first time, wow, that was asked, a while ago, for the first first time in play, you probably uh, you probably asked because I had my in space jacket, I made my in space jacket, but I didn't have it in red. He called you what? He called you ass. Ass? Where's joke ass? Because he's okay. like, I like the jacket. I like it. It's cool. The only ass coming here with the, with the in space, but not red. But it was a, <laughs> it was all it was a joke. It was all funny. It was joking. It was hilarious. That does sound like me. Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> like hey, you called like me you. an ass. You called me an ass. My la my friends laughing because it's like I was representing and uh, uh I was representing TJ. Because yeah. I had the blue, you know, the patches and all that stuff. Right. And um, literally made it the day before, too, just to try to get it done. Uh, but I was like, I got a stamp of approval. Cool. <laughs> like, he liked I have, you know, my like, own, I have my own version of, like, a TJ or a Selwyn approval. And it was, like, one of the few times, like, me, I'm such a, like, I'm an a-hole, right? So whatever. Um, especially, like, with Blood in My Mind, like, on director mode, like, hey, let's get things done, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I really let myself have like a fanboy moment yeah. and at this point chris is my big brother so ah angels whatever still love him best power range of all time but, ah, but at the same time i had like a fanboy moment with selwyn at the last power Morphicon. also shout out to grim uh speaking of like action figures and stuff like that grim made a lightning tj figure there's been a few of them that were made but he made one recently and oh, he wow. even like, had like a civilian scope and he even included the skull cap and i'm like that's great <laughs> <laughs> The figure has the skull cap, but I'm like, you know, cool. what? hell yeah, that was cool. Uh, but no, so I was at Power Morphicon and I was um, actually giving uh, Selwyn a shirt um, mm. from one of our productions, and um, I didn't want to hover his table, so he was busy. But I saw a couple of friends, and I happened to be by his table, right? So I was talking to them. He gets done. I'm not paying attention to him anymore because I didn't want to bother him. And then he stands up and he goes, "Is that T.K. Johnson, my son?" <laughs> Bro, I couldn't tell you. I did the most violent, <laughs> ugly cry in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The only dogs could hear it type of cry. It was just gotta do it. He knows me. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, was a, it was the most fanboy I've ever been just because of that validation. Yeah, so anyways, continue. I, I got to, to meet him. Uh, I got to meet him actually the uh, last summer at um, at a uh, Go Go Ranger Station. Uh, shout out to Lady J Cosplay, uh, Jamila. Um, you know she's going to do it again this year, uh, July fifteenth, uh, in Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, so I got to meet him there, and I kind of did my necklace the way that you had it in the uh, about the key, whatever. Oh, cool, uh, like a lanyard. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, and I had him, you know, have him sign it. 
but getting to the moment to go see him, I had that moment. I had that like, <laughs> oh crap, I'm about to, this is him. He's right over there. Oh, and like my friends are like, calm down, calm down. It's cool. And they're like, you just don't get it. You just don't yeah. get it. It's like, it's him, you know? But uh, finally did, you know, totally cool guy. Yeah. Outstanding. Very good, you man. know, person. Very good, man. And I will say, testament to every ranger, including yourself, Chris, every ranger I've met uh, has it to, to pass, like, have always been super nice, super chilled. <laughs> like, like, honestly, I have never had a, a bad situation with rangers. Everybody's been, like, they always say, don't meet your heroes. But for rangers, I just always, shoot, I never had an issue. Everybody's been cool. Everybody's so freaking cool. Uh, eat, I like, can appreciate that. Yeah. That is that is a lot of humility, especially for those of us that were like the older ones that uh, you know, like from the original series and all that. Uh, you learn very quickly that whatever they tell you to do, shut up and do it, or you don't have a job no more. So right. uh, just be humble. <laughs> yeah, and I, I know, and I know you guys hear the same stuff over and over over the years, and. You know, and it can't, I, can, I guess it can get, I can see it could be kind of like tiring, you're in the same thing. But at the same time, you guys don't show it. You guys just like, you smile and you just, in the, you know, the, the um, I get, like, what was the word for it? Just the home feeling. Like everybody just feel like, hey, you just hanging out type of feel. Like, especially at some conventions where you can actually sit and talk to everybody, you know, for a little bit. You guys just make it super easy just to like, you know, chill for being a fanboy and actually talk to the person a little bit, and you know, get to pe meet the actually talk to the to the person, not the not the character. And you know, I give you guys a lot of credit for that because you know, you guys are all like I said, been super cool. And you know, every my all my friends, you know, have met actors from before, and it's never been a bad a bad situation, a bad story. You yeah. know, y'all, you know, y'all set it y'all set it up there for other actors from other projects, you know, because it's like, you guys really kill it, honestly. Yeah, wow. just do it. Yeah, just, you know. More than, more than you know, D. More than you know, D. Like, I've been uh, friends, well, essentially family with Chris for a while now, and I've seen him interact with, like, tons of fans, years of fans, and there hasn't been another Ranger more authentic in terms of being true to himself. <laughs> To the point where even I've gotten on him for it, but like legitimately, he's authentic, genuine. What you see is what you get, right. and he very much knows, like, the fan base is what it's about. You know what I mean? He's also one of the few Rangers that has like a flip the bird eight by ten that you could buy. And he's very proud of that fact. Yeah, that's my point. That's that's exactly I'm happy my point. with it. Like, not every Ranger will have like a Andros flipping a bird eight by ten. But right. the one the one thing you're absolutely right about is again, um he does care about his fans. Like yeah, he does yeah. care about the fans. The fact is they're taking the time out to see him and there's never been a single time where he doesn't feel up to it because of that fact, you know what I mean? So I mean I don't want to give him a bigger head than he already has, but it, it is it is true. <laughs> I'm just I mean yeah, it, like me, I'm a I'm a by proxy at best. You know what I mean? Like I never I have imposter syndrome. I have imposter syndrome like crap. But the little bit of like touch of it, right? I, it would not be here if it wasn't for like the Ranger community, Chris, and just the authentic nature of the beast. Oh. Whatever, Chris, hate you. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all about giving you flowers. Giving you flowers while you're here. You know? <laughs> so it's just like giving you flowers, you know, to both of you guys. You know, while you guys are right now here. Especially on this pod. And just, you know, you guys have been tremendously, you know, just dope as hell. Just, just dope. You know, uh, you took the time out to, you know, you chat with us, chat with me, and uh, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys so much for that. Um, this is, this is, you know, up there for me, you know, for both of y'all. <laughs> um, before we go, I don't want to take you more time, much more of your time. Do you have any advice to give, you know, young, any young people, person out there? Because I have nieces and I have a nephew, you know, uh, and I always want them to to be able to, to like get advice from people who are doing it, you know. Um, and you guys are. So, what kind of advice do you have for those that's just, you know, um, to get to like even what y'all guys are doing? Well, the, the five have, it. Are you talking about just like following their passion? Passion. Yes. Yes. Following their passion. Following, you know, the whole night. I have two pieces of advice um, when it comes to writing. Uh, I've been writing it since I was like 12, so a thousand years, forever. Uh, number one, write what you know. Always mm-hmm. write what you know. If you have to write about something and you don't know about it, learn about it. Because if you write something and it turns out to be like, this is not, that's not how this works. Or this, right. Yeah, you're dead. Your, your, your career is dead. You're going you're gonna to get it like from every side. Everybody's gonna yell, "Oh, this is not real!" This blah blah blah. And that's mentioned. People don't respect you because you don't res- you don't, you don't respect it. So right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So number one, when it comes to writing, write what you know. And number two, which is something that DJ brought up earlier, always, always have a sounding board. Mm-hmm. When you write something down, as great as it sounds in your head, it doesn't sound like that to everybody else. You need somebody to, you know, to throw your idea out to, uh, have them look at it, read it, whatever. And then, uh, you know, if, if both of you agree, okay, yeah, this is great or whatever, then maybe you have something. But if you, if somebody reads something and they're like, I do not, what the hell are you doing with this? This shit does not make any sense. You need to fix that. So right. write what you know and always have a sounding board. That's my thing. Sure. To me, like what you like as well Mm -hmm. there's a reason why Mm -hmm. you like what you like you know what i mean but also figure out why you like that thing and the stuff that you're not familiar with again learn it do your due diligence to make sure you're you know the hell you're talking about but also that excitement whatever gets you excited it's probably your direction to at least focus on or at least start with because if you're not excited about it, then why are you doing it? And then it'll show in your work. Right. A big piece of advice <clears throat> for me is work with individuals that feel good. The team that you work with is so important. Uh, like Chris mentioned, the sounding board thing is so essential. The reason why Star Wars A New Hope was what it was and a lot of the original trilogy uh, definitely between episode four and five was the way it was is because George had people pushing back at the time. And don't get me right. wrong, he, he he got to a point where he earned being able to do whatever he wants and love it or hate it, it is still his vision. But right. the original episode four would have been a failure if it wasn't for a re-edit. Not, not to mention also 10 hours long. Right. Original. Um, um, and also having people saying, I 
this line's kind of crazy. I'd rather do it this way. Please let me do yeah. it this way. Yeah. So that collaboration, and again, which contributes or attributes to the team and, and working with individuals that elevate you is so important. Even like with the Bloodline crew, uh, if you don't mind, I just want to do like take the time. I'm always going to forget someone. So oh, yeah, go ahead. Knows, yeah. I apologize. Right. But definitely a big shout out to John Tiang, who plays Vincent Reyes and our, our stunt director. Um, also one of our producers, Jerry Cotto, another one of our associate producers. Uh, Colin K. Bass, who started off the extended expanded universe with the Shattered Past stuff. Um, Josue, again, our, our our set supervisor, who's been uh, Asen oh, Rose, yeah. who's been who's been a great DP and camera guy. It doesn't matter if you're not catching it on camera, and he's just that guy with the plan. Uh, <laughs> Shelton's in that mix too. Uh, sound guys, Chris Hahn, who's a, who's an amazing uh, sound guy. Uh, Devel Sullivan, who makes the music for Bloodline. And that was one of the big conversations in the beginning as far as just like, hey, maybe it could be this, maybe it could be Cowboy Bebop, maybe it could be this. And then the bell comes in and is like, hey, here's a theme song for y'all. And we're like, ah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it is very <laughs> good. It's good. And man, who else? Again, Mohammed for special effects. Uh, Jerry again for special effects. Um, who, who am I missing here, bro? Um, Steven. Steven's the reader. Steven Zarita, um, again, um, great editor, uh, BTS, uh, great friend. Um, we have like we have like probably twelve stuntmen at this point too. Yeah, that's the so hard one. Guys. That's the hard we have one. So many stunt guys. Yeah, um, so big shout out to y'all. I apologize for not individual, yeah. individualizing it because I'm just I know I'm gonna forget someone. We'll be here. We'll be here for yeah. forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, big shout out to them because they they just put their bodies. They train every day for their own stuff, and then right. they bless us with their talents as well you know what i mean yeah um uh, shout out to davy that's nova uh, i'm sorry shout out to davy that's uh decca uh jordan who plays dave. nova hmm? uh, dave fielding who's Zordon and blesses us with narration lex lang coming back as a as a clifter yeah. uh there's a, there's a lot of people to thank a lot of people to thank and I don't people. People. way too many people right yeah <laughs> so if, whoever i forgot not personal i i've, I've just forgotten <clears> or <throat> i just don't have it right now i need to make it you know what for these interviews i just need like a freaking yeah and here we go <laughs> Put on the old I, we, what we need is a hyperlink or something because there's just too many damn names no for sure for <laughs> so sure yeah all i'm saying is uh to answer your question though as far as advice for everyone out there do what makes you excited have a great team. Surround yourself with people that you can work well with. You know what I mean? Because we've um, individually, and Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure we've all have gone through iterations of people we've worked with, and then when you find the right combination, you're like, "That's it. This works. Yeah. This feels good. Yeah, we're moving forward. We're getting things off the ground. Now it's happening, and it's not always going to be smooth sailings, but mm-hmm. collectively." you still know what it feels right. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. You know? We get excited. There's there's times where don't get me wrong, we'll we'll have a we'll have a writing a writing session. We'll have like a writing um uh, um blocks set out and then we'll we'll go boom 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 and then we're like I think this might be the sweet spot and we're both like yes. There's there's been several times where like Chris will say something I'm like that doesn't make sense and then I'll explain it I'm like Got it. Get the vision. And then there's been times where I'll bring something up. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. I'll call him right away. I'm like because of this reason. And then you know, like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, now it makes sense. I'm like, I'm over here like happy ventilating. Like, oh, that's it. Like, yeah. All you had to do is explain it to me. Like, 
press click, and then <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going on, but um, I, my advice cool. is just be excited, surround yourself with, uh, with the right people, and then that that collective force will make that vision happen. That's good. That's good stuff. That's that good, good stuff. Um, is, is there uh, where can the people find you? You know, uh, I put the I'll links in below. I, I'll go first. Um, I, I really have two main uh things for social media uh, uh, Instagram, uh, Christopher Cayman Lee, that's it, and then uh, Twitch. I live stream Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Uh, just Chris Cayman Lee, okay, really, Chris Cayman. Okay. all right, DJ. My Instagram is complicated. You can look up DJ <laughs> Rivers, but my actual handle is DJ.2, the number two, dot Rivers. But if you look up DJ Rivers and see a guy in a hat, it's probably me. Probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much all I do on social okay. media. I don't I don't Twitter. I don't do anything else. Like yeah. I barely use my Facebook, so I'm not doing that. Um, but also, just, just as a big reminder, Twitch. I mean, um, Chris does a Twitch stream Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. It's always a good time, so just make sure you guys show off for that. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times you get good insight to a lot more BTS stuff. I mean, he's pretty good about it. Hey, I do my best. We'll be we'll be tuning in for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, thank more you guys. Matter. Thank you guys so much man, for doing this. I can't thank you guys enough. Um, oh, and thank you, thank you for having for, me. For, <laughs> man. Literally. This is the day for me. I was leaving. I was waiting for to get off of work just to get to this moment here. You know, oh, dude, uh, dude. You, you killed it. You did great, man. I'm glad you reached out uh, to make it happen. Yeah, man. And, and believe me, like anytime that DJ and I can gonna get a chance to talk about Bloodline, we will take that chance. <laughs> we will do it. We will do that. That's true. It is such a good show. But also, it's dude, such a you're a good dude. We like you, man. Come on. Right. You know, you know. I've heard, I've heard that type of too. You know, hey. you know. You know, I'm, whatever. Gotta get a gotta get a big head about things. Uh, thank you guys once again. Just thank, thank you. Um, thank you everyone who's been tuning in and you know and commenting and whatnot and you know just being involved in the in the chat. Um, this has been the, this is the Bear Night podcast right now. And, uh, I got nothing more to say, but thank you all for listening. You know, watching whatever you're doing. Uh, this weekend, drink responsibly. Yeah. There, there don't eat go. too much. There you go. <laughs> I did not see that being a PSA. I didn't see, I didn't see that coming, but all right. No, there, there, there's one thing you can say, man. Really? Glory to the Red Raiders, bro. Glory to, I was going to say that. I was gonna you know that. what? Wait, wait, hold up. What's the, we got to do the, 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 what's the, what's the, 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 the space balls handshake. Oh, the, the, we're going to do that? The, his, uh, okay. Well, we'll call it up. Three. Two, one. <laughs> Glory to the Glory <laughs> to the Raiders. Sparkle finger. <laughs> Thank you guys. This is the Bear Night Podcast. Talk to y'all later. Thank you. Peace. Jurassic Parker.